For this lesson, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to go through the Lord's Prayer in Latin, line by line, and learn to read it. If you are familiar with the text, you should be able to learn from it very rapidly. This text will help us learn a new aspect of verbs, mood. The easiest to understand is the imperative mood. This is used when we make requests, demands, commands, etc. For example, saying, give me money. The other mood is called the subjunctive mood. It has too many different uses to cover in one video, but the use we will see here is like saying, may the force be with you. It is similar to a command, but there is uncertainty of whether it can be carried out. Let's compare. What we think of as a normal statement would be, you give me money. This is known as the indicative. Then we have, give me money, the imperative, and may you get lots of money. This is the subjunctive. This is a really difficult concept for English speakers to grasp, which is why I thought it best to introduce it through this familiar text. But remember, it's not something that you can learn from watching one video. This is just a warm up. Before we begin, I'd like to mention that you can support this channel on Patreon, where there are more reading files and audio files. There's a link in the description below. The first line of the prayer starts out easy. Pater noster quies in caelis. The word pater is very close to father, right? This follows exactly the sound change denoted by Grimm's law, which states that P's change to F's and T's to TH's. This law was actually conceived by Jacob Grimm of the Brothers Grimm, who first presented the sound change systematically. And it's interesting to read about if you're into language origins. And do you remember how to say we? Nos. So pater noster means our father. Now, from what you've learned in the previous lessons, you can probably guess that the rest means who is in heaven. But there's a little twist. Since we are talking about a location, we should use in plus the ablative, right? Kailum is a second declension noun. So the ablative form is kailo. But this prayer uses the plural ablative form, kailis. So the line is really our father who is in the heavens. The next line is Sanctificator nomen tuum. This doesn't seem so foreign to us now, does it? The words nomen tuum are obviously your name. Nomen is related to nominate, but the tuum is deceptive because nomen is a third declension neutral noun. Remember how winum was the same in both the nominative and the accusative? Tuum acts the same way when modifying a neutral noun. So nomen tuum could be either the subject or object. Now, we know that this means, hallowed be your name, which is passive. But to understand the Latin better, let's think of it as, may your name be sanctified, because it's a subjunctive passive form. This means, though, that nomen tuum is the subject, because in passive sentences, the noun being acted upon becomes the subject. For example, in active sentences, we say, the police arrested the thief. But the passive would be, the thief was arrested by the police, and the thief is now the subject of the sentence. The subjunctive is easy to form for verbs that end in A-R-E. We switch the A to an E and add the normal ending. So instead of sanctificat, it's sanctificet. However, sanctifico becomes sanctificem, since the first person case doesn't really have an ending. Then, as you can see, to form the passive, we just add the suffix U-R for the third person. We won't go into the other cases here, but just know that if a verb ends in R, then it's in passive form. The third line is, Adveniat regnum tuum. 
we know that verbs in the indicative mood can only end in at, et, or it. So this must be another subjunctive form. This verb is advenire. So the rule for this case is we switch the I to an IA and add the normal ending. The English word advent is derived from this. So advenire means to arrive. And the second word, regnum, gives us regency, regicide, and reign in English, and means kingdom, or even just reign. So this line means, may your kingdom arrive. We continue with, fiat voluntas tua. We know that wallo means I want, and if you recall, the way to remember this was that we volunteer for the things we want to do. Voluntas is a third declension noun, meaning the things we want to do, or our will. And from tua, we can see that this is a feminine noun, and since tua is the nominative form, we know that fiat is a passive verb. This is actually the word we learned in the question, quid fuck it? So what would the subjunctive be? Fuck yet. Sadly though, this verb is irregular in the passive form, so instead of fakiatur, it becomes fiat. And what did quid fakit mean? What are you doing? So this line means, may your will be done. Okay, we made it through the hardest part, and the next line is easy. Sikat in kailo et in terra. The only new word here is sikat, which means just like or as. There isn't a trick for this word, it just has to be memorized. And notice that now the word for heaven is singular. Panum nostrum quotidianum da nobis hodie. Here is our first imperative form. In the lessons we used dat, das, and do, but here we see just da. The imperative is really easy. Just subtract the re from the infinitive and you got it. So already we can say da, give, scribe, write, laba, work. Lege, read. In front of da, we see three words ending in M, so we know this is what is being demanded. Panis is bread, another third declension noun. It might help to remember this by thinking the bread is in the pan tree, and nostrum is obviously the accusative form of noster. The next word we actually also have in English, quotidian, which means daily. It's like a day quota. So this first part means, give us our daily bread. Then we have, no beastly. It's like a day quota. So this first part means, give us our daily bread. Then we have, no beast. And since this starts with N-O, you can probably guess that it has something to do with we. This is the dative pronoun, so it means, to us. Remember, we use the dative case to indicate who is the recipient of the giving. And, hodie is a combination of hoc and die, or this day. This is how we say today in Latin. So here we have, give to us today our daily bread. Et dimite nobis debita nostra. Dimite means dismiss. It's as if someone who just had a Novocaine injection is trying to say the word. <laughs> and debita is also very similar to what it sounds like, debts. These two words, of course, have other meanings, and here they are being used figuratively. As you would expect now, nostra is also just another form of noster. It's the plural neutral. So this phrase means, cast away from us our offenses. 
There are a lot of similar words in the next sentence. Sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris. Here is the word sicut again, which means just like or as. And now the word for dismiss is conjugated for we. Remember, verbs end in us when conjugated for we. Now, debita is changed to debitoribus. This is the dative plural form of debitor, which means debtor, just as you'd guess. And as you certainly also guessed, nostris is the dative plural form of noster. So this line means just as we cast away from our offenders. The object is left unstated since it is the same as the previous line. The next line is very close to English. Et ne nos inducas intentationum. The word ne usually indicates that a subjunctive verb is coming. It negates the verb just like non, but with a subjunctive verb, it has a meaning more like that you not. Inducas is the subjunctive form of inducere. Note that the vowel changed to a long a. It's similar in meaning to induct, meaning lead into or introduce. And note that tentationum is the accusative form, not ablative, so it means into temptation. Altogether, then, this means, and lead us not into temptation. The final line is also very close to English. Said libera nos a malo. Another imperative form, liberare, obviously means liberate or free. And the root mal is in many English words like malevolent, malicious, etc., meaning evil. So we end with, but liberate us from evil. We'll end now with the full text. Pater noster, qui es in caelis, sanctificator nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in caelo et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis adie, et dimite nobis debita nostra. Sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos a malo. The Love Language Latin Enlightening Indicative, imperative, and subjunctive phrases all learned through the dead language. We can revive said language with due diligence, repetition, research, and practice making perfect. Perfection is what we strive for, Ashe. We always achieve our goals. While flying over failures, we transmute every negative into a positive. So, lack of information and ignorance shall be transmuted into intelligence, knowledge, and wisdom. Let's learn.